The Eddie B. Sit edition, an audio series of the Talmud Bavli. Masechet Babakama has been generously sponsored in our Dafyumi program by our good friend and patron and charter member of our Dafyumi class, Siyahu Ashar HaKohen and his dear wife, Rina, that Dazat Hashem, they will have continued Hatzlacha, Harvacha, Bechol, Maaseh, Yedehem, Biriut, Health, Happiness, Prosperity, and much Nachat from their children. May they enjoy many years of Shalom, Bayit, uh, Tranquility, and Peace of Mind. Amen, Amen. Daf Kuf Zayin. Today's Daf is being studied in Lunishmat, Marat Zekanati, Yafabatsara. We begin today's daf on Kuvav Amud Bet, and we are starting three lines from the bottom. In the case of a Tu'in Ta'anat Ganab Pekadon, which means that's a case where a guy was uh, designated to be a Shomer. He's watching an object. So the guy comes along and says, where's my object? And he comes along and says, I'm sorry, it got stolen. And then witnesses come along and prove that he himself was the actual thief. So we say the he has to pay, kefir. So that law of Tu'in Ta'anat Ganab Pekadon is only talking about a case where he actually... Uh, only denied partially, which means, let's say he was asked to watch uh, two items, and he came along and said one of the items got stolen, which means he's talking about he's a modeh b'miksat. He's modeh that one of the items he gives back, but part of the item he himself says it got stolen. That's the only dean of Torin. Uh, Ta'anat ganav. To'en ta'anat ganav is in a case of modeh b'miksat and kofir b'miksat. Why? Because if you look at the perasha that talks about to'en ta'anat ganav of shomer, it uses the words ki huzeh. Now ki huzeh is a terminology that he says, this I owe you and not more. Mashma that he is only admitting partial uh, to, to the item and the, the other part he is denying. Because the only case if a guy comes along as a shomer uh, and he says it's only in a case where he's modeh that he owes part of it and the rest of it got stolen. So, and why? Because in the perasha of shomrim he uses the word kiuzeh which is a language of modeh b'miksat. According to Yosef, he says no. When it says the word by Yeshomer, it's actually talking about a totally different case. And Eruv Parashiyot, meaning the Torah mixed two different Parashiyot together. Meaning, you have the regular case of a Shomer. And the ki huzeh is talking about not a case of a shomer. It's talking a guy who lent somebody money. Totally different case. And when a person is lent money, and then the guy comes home and says, where's my money? Oh, so in that case over there, only if he swears and says, 
that what? That is modeh b'miksat, which means the guy comes along and says no. Uh, when it says again kihuzeh, it's not talking about uh, a regular shomer uh, kanam. He learns kihuzeh is talking about a guy that lends somebody money. Uh, to teach me what? That the only time he has to swear is when he is modeh b'miksat. For example, a guy lends somebody a thousand dollars. A guy comes along and says, okay, where's my thousand dollars? He says, no, 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 no. I paid you back five hundred. I only owe you five hundred. Oh, so he's modeh, partially, and he's kofed, partially. That's modeh b'miksat. He says, yeah, uh, I only owe you five hundred. Oh, so in that case, the Torah's coming along to say, he has to swear. But if he would deny the whole thing, if he's, I don't owe you nothing, so then he doesn't have to swear, and we'll see why. Which is that law of kihuzeh, of partial admitting and partial denying, was said by a malveh. by a regular case of a shomer, a shomer has to swear in all cases, which means the guy's watching something. And he comes along, and the guy comes along and says, where's my item? So oh, it got stolen. Whether he says the whole thing got stolen, whether he says partial of it got stolen, doesn't matter. He always has to make a shivwa. There's no, there's no kinuk between kofir bakol or modeh b'miksat. Uh, oh, what's the case of kihuzet? Totally something else. That's talking about a guy who borrowed money. The guy comes over and says, hey, where's my thousand dollars? So the only time he has to swear in that case, if he is modeh b'miksat, he says, I only owe you 500 uh, and I paid you back the other five hundred. In that case, he has to swear. So comes the Gemara and says, "Umay What's the reason why Malveh by guy that borrows money? So you say that what that the pesukim ki is going on in Malveh? What's the pshat? Why do you need that? Why do you say the only time that a that a love has to make a shivua is where he's more debi mixat? Why only that case? So comes the Gemara and says. Because it's following the logic of Rabbah. What's the reason when a guy is Mixat, he has to make a swear, as opposed to a guy says, I don't owe you nothing. Guy says, I don't owe you nothing. He doesn't have to swear. But if he says, I owe you half of it, I owe you only, only 500, he has to make a shiva. What's the logic? So Yavara says, Hazaka in Adam is Panav, Bifne Baal Hovo. Which means we have a rule. A regular guy would not be brazen to come along and deny a favor that was done to him. Somebody lent him money. A guy's not going to come along and say, uh, you never lent me. I, I don't owe you nothing. I paid you back. Uh, I don't owe you anything. That already, a stama guy is not uh, is not going to do that. The high, which means, Really, the guy, he wants to deny the whole thing. God comes over, give me the thousand. He wishes he could deny the whole thing. The the reason why he's not kofir the whole thing, Mishum, because he doesn't have the brazenness to deny the whole thing. And therefore, you, you cannot come along and say, that when a guy comes along and says, I owe you 500, you can't say, well, if he was, uh, maybe I'll say, don't make him, don't, don't let him make a shivwa, because he's honest, because he could have said, I owe you nothing. No, that's not an option. Which means, saying I owe you nothing, a guy's not going to say, I owe you nothing. Because, so therefore, he's going to have to say, I owe you at least partially something. Which means, I would have said like this, 
First, we have to know the rules. In Adam a guy will not be brazen to deny the whole loan. So therefore, when a guy comes along and says, "Oh, I owe you five hundred, you might have come along and said, "Oh, he's an honest guy. If he wanted to, he could have said, "I owe you nothing." But uh, he couldn't have said that because a guy will not say, "I owe you nothing." Even though he wishes he could say that, but he won't say because he's not going to have brazenness. So he can't say, he's an honest guy, this guy. He wouldn't leave. He's not lying. Because if he wanted to lie, he could have lied and said, I owe you nothing. No, he couldn't have said that. Because in Adam Me'iz. So if when a guy comes along and says, um, I can say really the guy is a shakran. I can tell you really the guy is a lie over here. Uh, the reason why he didn't say, I owe you nothing, is because uh, the, the, the rule is in Adam Me'iz. So therefore, Rava comes along, and therefore, according to Rava's rule, when a guy's more mixat, then you make yourself say, if he says, I owe you nothing, okay, the guy wouldn't have said, I owe you nothing, unless he was telling the truth. Therefore, he doesn't have to swear. But if he comes along and says, I owe you 500 of it, so therefore we say, yeah, maybe the guy's lying, really. Because the guy really wants to say, I owe you nothing, but he doesn't have the guts to say it. So therefore, he says, I owe you partial. So therefore, in that case, we make him make a shivua. But the question is, Rabbi uh, finishes his statement, which means when a guy's modib mixat, you worry that really the guy's lying, that what he doesn't want to pay the rest of the money. How could you make him make a shivua? Because maybe he's lying. Just like the guy is trying to steal half the half the amount, so therefore he'll lie. He'll, he'll swear falsely. How could you put a guy put, put a shivua on a guy? Where just like the guy's hashut for stealing half the amount, could be his hashut to make a shivua as well. So Gavran says no. So really, the guy would wish that he could admit that he owes the whole thing. But the reason why he's kofir, but partial, if I admit the whole thing, he's going to claim it to me right now. He's going to want all his money right now. I don't have the money yet. Let me uh, let me get away from it partially now. Let me buy some time. Until I get some money so I can pay him back. That's why the rabbis put a shivua on him, or the Torah put a shivua on this guy immediately. Because he's going to say, oh, we have to make a swear. You swear you only owe 500? Well, he's not going to want to swear falsely that he only owes 500. Therefore, he'll swear that he actually owes the whole entire amount. Which means, by a milved, there's a logic why we say only a modeb mixat swears, but a kofera kol does not swear. When a kofera kol, a guy comes up and says, give me the thousand, I lend you. I, don't, I paid you back. I don't owe you nothing. That guy doesn't have to swear. Because he, we assume he's telling the truth. Because nobody would have the brazenness to come along after a guy did him a favor and say, oh, you're nothing. So if he's saying it, it must be telling the truth. Masha'enke, when a guy comes along and says, Modebe Mitzat, I only owe you 500. You don't know if he's really telling the truth. Because really the guy maybe he wants to say, I owe you nothing. But you can't say, oh, he's an honest guy. He says, meaning 500. No. I'll say, the reason, you can't say that he says, uh, uh, by saying partial admission that he's being uh, uh, truthful. Because he doesn't have an option to say nothing. Saying nothing is not an option. Oh, so then why do you believe him when he makes a shivua? Because I'll say the reason why he makes a shivua, really he intends to pay the whole thing. He's really not a thief, this guy. He really intends to pay everything. The reason why he's being more and excited because he doesn't have the money. So he's like, oh, let me just say I owe 500. When I get the other 500, I'll pay him. So therefore, the rabbi said, you know what? Let him make a shivua now. By making a shivua, and the Torah says, let him make a shivua. What is it that going to cause the guy to do? Guy says, I owe 500. Now really, his intention is not a liar. Meaning, 
he doesn't. He knows he owes a thousand. He just wants to get away. Now let me pay five hundred what I have, and uh, when I have the other five hundred, I'll pay him back. So we're not talking about a guy that's really hashud to steal. So the rabbis came along and the Torah came along and said, make the guy swear that he owes five hundred. By making the guy swear, what is he going to do? He's going to come along and say, no, I can't swear. Really, I owe the thousand. We don't want the guy to push it off. We want the guy to admit right away. So therefore, by modeh b'miksat, we make the guy make a shivua. However, by milveh, we say this item over here, that since a favor was done to him, he was lent money, so he's not going to be kofir akol. Therefore, we can make a shivua in a case of modeh b'miksat. <laughs> right, but by a pikadon, where a guy gives somebody something to watch, he's doing him the favor. So therefore, he'll be meiz, which means he'll come along and say it's gone, it got stolen. He, he, he'll be brazen because, and the contrary, he's doing the favor to the guy that gave it to him. He's the shomer at the end of the day. So then, from this case over here, there's no sevarat to make a chiluk between whether he's modeb mixat or kofir akol, which is even a kofir akol, you're not going to say, oh, he, he must be telling the truth because he's not going to be mehiz. Why not? He's doing the favor to the, to, 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 to the one that gave him the item. So therefore, even a kofir akol by a shomer has to make a shivuah. So again, so according to this, according to there is a chiluk between a malveh and a shomer pekadon. Shomer pekadon makes a shivuah regardless. Uh, guy gave him something to watch, he gave him two animals to watch, whether he comes along and says they both got stolen, or he comes along and says here's one of them and only one got, doesn't matter. He always is going to have to make a shivuah. If he says, I don't know you nothing, you believe him. Because if he comes along and says, uh, I only owe you half of it, so then already we put a shivuah on the person. That is the sidra of Rebqiyah. Tani Rabbi, Rami Barhamma, Rami Barhamma learned in a Baraita, Arba'a Shomrim. There are four Shomrim. Sinichim Kefira B'Miksat, Vodaha B'Miksat. Which means, according to the opinion of Rami Barhamma, he says, that the four Shomrim that the Torah talks about, the only time that they have to make a, shimi, uh, a Shivu'ah, when they claim, uh, where's my object? The only time they have to make a Shivu'ah is they were Modeh B'Miksat. Only in a case where they partially admitted. They admitted uh, B'Miksat. What's the case? These are the four Shomrim of the Torah. Shomer Hanam, that's the guy that watches something for nothing. That's Shu'er, that's a borrower. Noseh Sachar, which means he gets paid to watch. That Sochet is a renter. These are the four Shomrim of the Torah. Now, how do we know when the guy comes and claims and says, Shomer Hanam, give me my object back. And he comes along and he claims, I'm sorry, it got stolen or it got lost. Normally a Shomer Hanam is Patur on Genevan Aveda. So how do we know that he only has to, and, and normally then we say, if he says, he has to swear. Swear that it got stolen. That's only talking about where he was said partially. Which means, let's say the guy was given two animals to watch, and he says, oh, here's, here's one animal back, but the other one got stolen. How do we know the only time he makes a shivua by Shumir Hanam is born, he's more deb mixat. So the Torah says, Shumir Hanam What do you mean? Explicitly, it says by Shumir Hanam, if you look in the Torah, it says it was ki huze. 
Kihuze is a language of Modeh B'Mixah. They're saying, I only owe you this and not that. Shomer Sachar, Yalif Netinah, Netinah, Meshomer Hanan. Shomer Sachar, we have a Gezerah Shabbat, because it says the word Ki Yitin, Ish Ki Yitin, Ish by Shomer Hanan, and by Shomer Sachar. Just by Shomer Hanan and Modeh B'Mixah, it makes a Shavuah, so to Shomer Sachar. Shoel, Vechi Yishal. It says the word Vav, Vechi Yishal, which is continuing the Perashah right before it. The Perashah right before Shoel is Shomer Sachar. Just like we said, Shomer Sachar only has to swear by Modeh B'Mixah, so Shoel also that continues Vechi Yishal, Vav Mosif Alinyan Rishon. Socher, a renter, now how do you look at a renter? If you look at a renter, like, like the same deen as a guy getting paid to watch, so then and we just learned by it's only If you look like a renter that has the same obligations like a Shemir Hanam, so Shemir Hanam also we said only has to make a Shemir by Modib Miksat. Another rule. This Shemir Hanam that really comes along and says, Oh, it got stolen. He's not Hayav to pay Tashumi Kevil unless he actually used the Pekadon himself before he made the Shivwa. Which means the guy uh, was watching something. Shemir Hanam. He himself used it. He's not allowed to use it. Shemir Hanam. He's not allowed to use the item. He used it himself. Then he came along and said it got stolen. So only in the case where he actually used the item. And then he claims it got, he swore that it got stolen. In that case, he has to pay careful if he gets caught. Which means, the Shomer has to swear that he did not use the item himself. Which means, that if he actually would have used the item, so he's going to be Hayav. That which it says, that one, that we found that he's lying when he made a shivua. What do we find that he's lying? That he himself actually used the item. Then he has to pay shnayim. Then he has to pay kefir. Then he's what's called what's called a shomer that shalach yad bepikadon. Which means he came along and said, No, I didn't use it myself. And really they find out that he actually used the item himself. He was the thief himself. So that's only talking about, again, the Shomer over here lied on two things. Number one, he came along and said, It got stolen. And number two, he said, And uh, I, didn't, I didn't use it myself. So there's two things over here. Number one, he himself stole the item. And number two, when he swore that he didn't use the item, he did use the item himself. So again, Bar Yosef is saying a big chedush here. That a to'en ta'anat ganav really is swearing on basically two things. He's swearing, number one, it got stolen and I didn't use it. And it wasn't me. I didn't, uh, I didn't use the item because the Shemir Hanab cannot use the item. So in that case, he has to pay kefir. But it's mashma according to him that if he just swore that it got stolen, but he himself never used the item, he would not pay kefir. Amalu rebchayah bar abba, hachem bar biyuchanan beomedet al avusashanu, which means now he learns the case of tointanat ganav is when the animal is standing by the trough, which means the shomer never touched it, which means that he just claimed it got stolen. He never even touched the animal. The animal was tied up by the by the trough. He never even used it. So therefore, we have a machloket between the Bhiyah Bar Yosef and the Yohanan. In which cases we have a case of Trentanat Ganab. According to the Yohanan, it's mashmai. 
in a case, even in a case, where you didn't actually use the animal, he didn't even touch the animal. So the Gibras Ahmad Rabbi Zinan Rabbi Hayabar Abba Davka Be'omed Talavusaka Amar Rabbi Yohanan. You're only saying a case like that where you didn't touch the animal? Adal Shalach Bayad. But let's say if the, the Shomer actually used the animal, then you're going to tell me, Kana, maybe once already he used the animal, now he's Kone, now the animal becomes his, and therefore, Ushpo'alo Mahanya Beklu. Then when he makes a Shivu'ah, that's not a Shivu'ah to Shomer anymore, because you're not a Shomer. Once you use the animal, you Kone the animal by using it. So therefore, in that case, you'll say maybe the Shivu'ah to Shomer doesn't apply because it's, it's not a Shomer anymore. You're, it's, it's your animal, because you were Kone Bishinui, or you're Kone the fact that he used it. Or maybe say no. Maybe the Buhanan came along and said, not only on the case where you actually used the animal, even the case where you didn't use the animal, he's coming to err on the first shita. Not only where you use it, but even in the case where you didn't use it, to enter the canvas by kefil. So he said, Zu no shamati. I didn't hear the answer to this question exactly, but But I heard a similar case. Okay, a guy comes along with Shumit Hanam, he claims that the animal, the animal got lost, let's say, the Picadon got lost. Vinishbah, oh, and then he swore, he swore that it got lost. Then he comes along and says, no, no, I changed my claim. He comes along and says, actually, it got stolen. Which was really my first swear, I was lying. But really, the item got stolen. He still patood, whether it got lost or stolen, but he changes his claims. I was lying on the Abedah, it really got stolen. Then he swore on that, and now witnesses come along and say that the guy himself stole it. Patur, he is indeed patur from Tashtume Kefir. My Ta'ama, what's the reason why he's patur? Lab Mishub de Kanabis Varishona. Because once already he claims to Ta'anat Aveda, so therefore he's Kone the item. Which is from, uh, which is that, at that moment he's believed. When he made a swear that it got lost, so at that point over there, he's believed, so therefore, he's not obligated for this object anymore. And therefore, when he came along and then said, oh, no, I was lying on that, and really, I would, I, 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 but what happened was it got uh, stolen, the Picadonis already considered his, because he's believed on his Ta'ana of Aveda. And therefore, the Shivua that he made, the Gabeg, is not a shivwa on somebody else's money anyway. It's already his. He was believed on the Aveda aspect. So if you see from this case over here, that once a person is kone the, the object, the subsequent shivwa is nothing. Similarly, that Rabbi Yohanan will say, that dafka, where he didn't use the object, and then he made a shivwa, that one got stolen. But once he uses the object, it becomes his. He's connected uh, by the usage. So therefore, when he comes along subsequently and says, there's no shivwa, the shivwa is not going to be high even mekefel, just like by Aveda. Once he's Torentanat Aveda, it becomes his. He's believed. Uh, he swore. So then he comes along and says, no, I was lying. No, you, you believed already on that. And he comes along and says, no, it was, it was, it was, it was, it was Geneva. In that case over there, we're not going to believe him. Or, 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 I'm sorry, in that case over there, he's not going to have to pay Kefil, again, we're assuming the logic is, because once he's torn at Aveda, becomes his. And he swore as well, so therefore he has, he has no obligation. So then when he comes and says torn at Ganab, and he swears on that, that swear means nothing, because he's swearing on something that, that already is considered halakhically his. So similarly over here, when a guy comes along and he uses the object, it's become already his. He's a, he's a, he's a Ganab on the item. He's Kone the item with, with his usage. Therefore he's not going to be Hayav. Uh, 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 so therefore when he comes along after and 
but swears, in that case there's no kefil. Amalelo, now that's not the explanation. Ho'il v'yatsa yedeh ba'alim b'shvu'ah rishona. Oh, which means, according to this, he says, no. Really, I'll tell you that what? You have no da'ayah. That the reason why he's patur, when he says aveda, when he swears aveda, that he was going to the idol. But I'll say, Ho'il v'yatsa yedeh ba'alim b'shvu'ah rishona, which means, once the guy is Shomer, once the Shomer makes a Shivu'ah, that the item itself got uh, lost, he did not have an obligation to make another Shivu'ah. He himself came and said, I was lucky. He had no obligation. Then he went on his own volition. He came along and came along and said, no, you know what, I want to change my claim. I want to say that it got stolen. He was not obligated to make such a Shivu'ah. So in such a case where he wasn't obligated, he was fine with his Ta'na of Ta'nat Aveda. When he comes on his own volition and says, I want to change my claim, and they will say it was uh, Abad, uh, it was Ganab, in that case over there, we're not going to make him have to pay Kefir. However, by a Shomer, by a Shomer that was Shalach Yad Bepekadon, so in this case over here, the guy says, where's my object? He has to swear, swear to me that, uh, um, that you didn't uh, do anything to the object. And he had, he had a chiyuf to make a shivu'ah in that case. Where's my, I want my object back. Right, in the case of a shomer, the guy says, where's my object? So in that case, he was chayaf to make a shivu'ah. And he comes along and says, uh, that, that what? I, I swear that uh, I didn't uh, 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 touch it. So in that case, maybe Rabbi Yohanan will agree that he has to be careful. Which means, Rabbi Yohanan, he came along and said that even, we're learning now, even in the case where you didn't actually touch the item, even if the item was standing by the trough the whole time and you came along with Torinta and Ganab, you have to pay kefir. So the Gemara says, at this point, not only where he swore on that, where he didn't touch it, even if he actually touched the animal. Because you could have said that, no, if he used the animal himself, then he's Kornet. He says, no, the point is over there, he'll have to pay kefir even if he used the animal. Because by the way, he was hayab to make a shivuat that time. But by the case of Torinta and Avad, since once he was Torin Tanat he was not obligated to make another Shivu'ah of Torin Tanat Ganav. That's why there's no care from this case. But this case, where he started off being obligated to make a Shivu'ah, in the Khanameh, maybe he'll have to pay care for it. Itman Nameh, Amar Abi Abin, Amar Abi Ila, Amar Abi Hanan, Torin Tanat Aveda, the Pekadon. Again, the guy claims Torin Tanat Aveda. Then and he swore. Then he changed his claim and he was and then Edim came along and proved that he exactly stole it himself. Patur. Why? Because he was he didn't have to make the second shivuah. Once he made the first shivuah, it was Yotze. So therefore, in that case, where you weren't obligated to make a shivuah, that's really like considered this major shivuah to be Hayav Kefir. in the regular case of a Shomer, where the guy says, Where's my item? And he, he swears, he says, uh, I swear that it got stolen. So in that case, since the original shivuah was done, as a chiyuv, that he had to make it, so therefore, in all cases, maybe the Rebbe will say, Yahayah ben, whether he used it, or ben, he did not use it. So the Rebbe was only coming to Mosif on the first opinion. The first opinion said, only when you made two shivuot. I swear it got stolen, and I swear I did not use it. The Rebbe is saying, even in the case where you did not use the item. You're just swearing that it got stolen. You have to pay careful. And what in the case where you used it itself, you also have since the chiyuv of the shivah is on you. So therefore, when you say to enter that ganav, you have to pay careful. Don't bring me an ayah from aveda, because the case of aveda, when you swore originally that it got lost, 
and then you change your claim, you don't have to make that second swear that it got stolen. That's why there's no kefil. You already believed when you said Torah Tanat Avad. Baruch Amen.